baby! It's another episode of Playing Dress Up, the podcast where we truly unravel how people get into the con scene and talk about how they continue to navigate it. Now, hilariously, this actually isn't an episode, well, a full episode where, you know, I have a guest who's usually one of my friends and I usually interview them and we just have a really relaxed talk about life in general and, you know, how they got into cosplay and conventions more than anything else. Uh, but today I really wanted to thank you guys more than anything for actually listening to this podcast, especially in these crazy, crazy times. I've really, when I started this podcast, I really started with the intention of, I don't think anybody has really explained to the general public, you know, what cosplay and conventions mean for us. And as well as just kind of like deep dive how such different backgrounds and how people really just get into the scene and wholeheartedly, genuinely enjoy, you know, whether they're dressing up as your favorite characters or selling merch in Artist Alley or just honestly just walking the halls in and of itself is a true treat. So I, I kind of like took it upon myself to sort of be the storyteller uh, because I thought it was so interesting because we all get into it for different reasons but nobody ever talks about it you know we talk about what our next cost plans are we talk about what our next conventions are uh we talk about everything that we plan to do but nobody ever really you know whenever you make friends in the scene talk about hey i got into conventions because of blah 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 you know and so i think it was really fun to kind of be that mediator to really tell the story points from so far 49 different people <laughs> which is kind of insane to think about so i i thank you guys for really listening and going on this journey with me especially since the first 10 episodes holy shit did i not know what i was doing <laughs> it was i'm definitely somebody who learns um trial by fire so really getting my ass into it and really making the mistakes and fumbling along because let me tell you i know the audio quality was bad um <laughs> definitely in the first 10 episodes i didn't know something called like dual tracking so you can have the, your guest audio and your audio on separate tracks in the first few episodes they were on the same track and i would painstakingly edit um, every second of it and it was it was a nightmare but hilariously the first few episodes had probably the highest listenership which I was like you guys actually really want this content but you know all things were very very exciting in the first few moments and then the pandemic happened and so everybody was like oh no we have to close ourselves off emotionally you know really reserve our energies and I fully get that um, but hilariously, because of that, I was able to really hone in and understand how to edit podcasts and really have these more in-depth conversations and really try to figure out where I wanted to go with the podcast. So I, I'm thankful for these times for allowing me to do that, but not necessarily having myself sort of closed off from my friends and sort of meeting with them only in a digital landscape. But it really definitely changed how the trajectory of what I expected this podcast to be. So, you know, originally, like, I did want to be the storyteller and mediator, but I also wanted to sort of recap, you know, each con as we went. And it was going to be, you know, very exciting. I was going to have friends, you know, let's say, like, we just came back from, I don't know, Anime Boston. And I'd have a friend who went to Anime Boston with me. And we'd kind of recap the convention together, talk about our favorite moments that we thoroughly enjoyed, things that, you know... The con has heard his rumors through the grapevine and just talk about it very wholeheartedly and lightly. Um, 
But I guess we're saving that for 2021. <laughs> and so that's something um, exciting to really hone in on. And especially since I plan on bringing this podcast into a panel um, and bringing sort of like my friends who are attending the conventions and really just talking about life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness conventions and everything in between. So hopefully good things to come in 2021 because 2020 was definitely not the year that anybody expected. I didn't expect KatsuCon to be our last con of 2020. I was, like we've mentioned on this podcast many times, I thought I was going to cosplay um, Claude from Fire Emblem Three Houses this year. And I delayed it intentionally after Katsu and said, oh, you know, there's always the next con. And lo and behold, that was my final words. And it is still in a, I want to say, 65% unfinished mess underneath my bed. <laughs> but one day... We will fully get back into it. But I mean, it was it was crazy to think that I've only been to MAGFest and Katsu this year when I usually do a gambit of, I want to say, six to seven to eight cons. So to see how strong of a force cons were in my life and how much I missed it really, like really made its value in my life so much more impactful. Because I, I really realized that because I've been in the scene for roughly 10 years, a lot of my life is actually centered around it. Like, and when I mean that, I don't mean like, oh, I don't have other facets of my life that I enjoy. Like I do have a personal life that doesn't involve cosplay, but it's so integral to me because that's how I really got to, I guess, network and meet tons of friends over the years with very similar interests. It was my way to travel because a convention would be an excuse for me to finally leave the New Jersey, New York City area and really explore my horizons. I would never have gone to Sandusky, Ohio if it wasn't for Colossal, you know? I wouldn't have ever gone to the West Coast so regularly if it wasn't for Anime Expo, no matter how much I say I hate that con. it's It still holds value in my heart for allowing me to go to LA so much to figure out maybe Joe doesn't like LA. And it's all these little things that really added to the impact that it was like, this was such a strong moving force because it's not like I'm saying, oh, I'm, I don't know, let's go to Tennessee and like <laughs> Google everything that I want to see in Tennessee. And the only thing I really do is, I don't know, what do people do when they travel? Just eat, take in the sites and then go home. And so conventions added that extra level for me where it was like, well, I am, you know, actively participating in being kind of like everybody's little clown at the end of the day like i said like i'm dressed up as your favorite character let's talk love to chat and then get to see a ton of friends meet new people and then just vibe out more than anything else and so so this year really pointed in my face that like i really do thoroughly enjoy conventions more than i actually originally thought and didn't know how strong of an impact it really had on my life and so i hope you guys also kind of went through that journey with me because i think it was it was so it was so pivotal it was so very weird i did not expect to go on this journey and like in that same vein who knew this podcast would also kind of be this very weird therapy for me and i mean i i consider myself pretty emotionally stable but there are some things where you finally get to air out what you've been trying to say on your head. And for me, for those that know me personally, you know, sometimes I just run my mouth. I will not filter my thoughts. <laughs> you know, I try to for the podcast sometimes, but half the time it is I speak like this on the podcast like I do normally in real life. And so like finally get to say things that I've been thinking about into like 
my friend's ears more than anything else and being like, oh, so I'm not crazy. This is something that happens. And having other people's experiences also kind of validate what I'm saying or challenging what I'm saying really opened my eyes a lot more. And I think I've become a better person for it. Weirdly enough, having, you know, these one-on-one conversations, because let me tell you, at a convention, I am running. (laughs) Nobody knows where I am. So it was really nice to have these one-on-one in-depth conversations with a lot of my friends. And we got to learn, I, I would say we learned a lot over this podcast, if you've really tuned in, you know, a lot of behind the scenes, whether it was, you know, our first few episodes with Dan, and he really got us to really explore and understand sort of the backings of like all of these panel games, for example, like Deathmatch at Anime Boston. We really talk about the most, you know, we talked, thank God for the Arno Wiggs co-founders for allowing me to speak with them and trusting me and guiding the conversation during Articon this summer. And we learned a lot about sort of Arno Wiggs and how they came to be about. And I think that's such a cool experience that I allowed myself to kind of bring to the community more than anything else. You know, we learned from a lot of commissioners on how they tackle different projects as well as like their methodologies. And just the array of backgrounds, just we all learn something from someone else. Because what I always like to say is no one life experience is ever the same. People learn different things. People have different cultural backgrounds. And they move through life much more differently than ourselves. So all we can do is really lend an ear and see that another perspective will add sort of another quality to our life more than anything else. So I I hope you guys really did enjoy this journey as much as I did. Um, because especially like even in these digital times, it's, it's so hard for us to be creative. Um, especially for me, cause I, I would say I had a, an explosion of creativity, maybe the first few months after I like shut myself off emotionally from the world. I remember lockdown was like, what, March 15th. And then I I kind of was just like closed off emotionally in my head for, I want to say up until April. And then I was like, oh, let's buy the camera. Let's do the photo shoot. And then like, I did some nice self portraits, but like, I never, I didn't feel the need to cosplay because it was my way to connect with the community. And that was wholeheartedly removed from me because of shout out to Miss Rona. Um, So the creativity is like, here and there it comes in spurts as i can imagine for a lot of people it's the same way i also give tons of power to those who are still you know cosplaying in these times while it might not be for me some people are really capitalizing on the opportunity whether they are doing their own photo shoots at home whether they're on twitch cosplaying whether they're doing tiktok content with cosplay it just can't be me because I really value that in-person interaction. Um, so I guess that's kind of like my niche within the cosplay scene is always kind of being the convention cosplayer instead of the TikTok cosplayer. But all forms of cosplaying and all forms of expressing ourselves are entirely valid. It's just really when you understand where you want to put your energy, that's where I like double down. So that's why I was like, I double down in real life. I can't double down <laughs> in the digital aspect for me personally. Um, but I can easily imagine that they're also feeling stifled. They wish they were back at a convention more than anything else. And so hopefully, fingers crossed, 2021 will provide us with our first con in a while. Now, I mean, I have 
spoken at length many episodes that I wholeheartedly request the most benevolent outcome and that May 2021, I would like to see my first convention. And wouldn't that be a goddamn treat if we could? But realistically, now that I'm kind of seeing the landscape, especially as we end out this year, it really does look like our first convention might might be, don't hold me to this, guys, might be within fall of 2021. And the only reason I say that is because I wholeheartedly thought um, the vaccine, you know, there was like one would be approved and the other would be approved and shout out that is actually happening. You know, Moderna and Pfizer vaccines are kind of like fast tracked. They're already in circulation, um, but it's a hierarchy of needs more than anything else. So frontline workers, the elderly, and then me, who is the lowest priority, somebody who is fully at home working remotely. I'm getting this at the absolute like <laughs> last rung of society. But more than anything else, now that we're seeing the vaccine spread out, there's a lot more hope to have conventions and, you know, seeing our friends from distant lands all back together in one hotel lobby. And I was hoping May 2021 would be that month within 2021, but slowly realizing, especially with the recent postponement of YetiCon, who said next year there wouldn't be a YetiCon and they're actually pushing everything forward to 2022. And I believe that convention happens normally around June. So it seems like summer is a little bit cut off. And a lot of what the forecasts are for really readily available vaccines for the general public seem to be pushing for a normal fall 2021. So huge fingers crossed that we'll see maybe a colossal east which can you imagine if that's our first convention that's gonna be a hot mess everybody get their vaccines and then let's sit in a hot tub and just stew in each other that is insane to me but it might be a reality if everybody actually gets their vaccines uh so colossal east might be our first convention in 2021 anime new york city might honestly probably be our best shot of an East Coast convention, mind you, um, for 2021. And boy, would I love to see it because, as you know, being in the New York City area, that is right in my backyard. And what I would, I will be the first person to hop on public transportation and cosplay and be like, I miss this anxious, gratifying feeling. Be like, I just need to go places. As, as we've talked about in um, Steph, Steph Masks podcast just recently. And I will relish that feeling once more if it really means that I get to see everybody that I've been meaning to see. And everybody, you know, my favorite part about anime New York City especially is that people travel to come to New York. Because I, I take it for granted because I live in the city. I live in the area of the city. I don't live in the city proper, but I take it for granted because I've known New York City my entire life. You know, I'm so used to commuting in, seeing the same streets, going to my favorite restaurants without like even batting an eye, really. And now I've taken that now fully for granted, especially in the midst of a pandemic because I haven't, you know... I don't go to St. Mark's anymore. I don't go to K-Town. I don't travel to Harlem or Queens or Brooklyn anymore as much as I'd like to. And it's just like, I I have missed the energy and the vibes of the city. But now, you know, with assuming that conventions can happen again in 
fall of 2021, we're all going to have that experience together. Because I know some people travel from California to come to Anime New York City. Some people travel from Canada. People literally travel from all over to really see what Anime New York City is about. And I can easily imagine that they're going to plan bigger and better things for 2021 because the community needs it. The community wants it. And I know I want it (laughs) more than anything else. So, I mean, with all of that, what this episode is really meant to be is I'm going to take a break. I'm going to take a holiday break because I think I deserve it. (laughs) Um, You know, this is technically the 50th episode of playing dress up, which is kind of kind of crazy. I really walked into this with the intention of telling the stories of everybody that I know. And I didn't think I was going to enjoy it as much as I did. And you know, following that, I really want to really open up the sphere to more of my friends within the next year um, in 2021. So hopefully 50 more friends get to join me on the podcast. And we really get to deep dive, just talk about life as we normally have. Uh, But granted, the first half of the year is going to be a lot of quarantine talks as much (laughs) as much as I hate to say that that's what this podcast has felt like sometimes. It's just like, oh, it's, you know, quarantine therapy for everybody involved. Um, But, you know, we'll try to keep it relevant. We'll try to always keep in tune with the most current events that we can see on Twitter, the hellscape that it is, and me just screaming on it. Uh, But yeah, very excited because I'm also going to open it to a little bit more people with a larger following, slightly larger, because I really want to focus and hone in on smaller creators because I thoroughly believe that smaller creators are always going to be the bread and butter of the scene and then you know the top echelon of cosplayers they do exist and I'm very thankful that they've allowed this community to have the outreach that it currently has because they've kind of like popularized it in you know their aesthetics but when you go to a convention you don't you don't see them half the time, you know, they're usually doing their own things. They're running around doing photo shoots, panels half the time. But the people who are, you know, vibing by the atrium and, you know, the Gaylord lobby or the people who are, you know, drinking at a room party as cons normally do. I really want to talk to those people and really understand how they've come to love the scene more than anything else. So expect more of that in 2021. And then hopefully we can have our first live edition of this podcast, which I think is really, really insane. And I think what's also a little sidebar is that I'm very excited to see also tons of different other versions of podcasts that are related to cosplay and conventions kind of sprout out after I started my podcast, because I always talk about my kind of influence in the scene. I always feel like an unseen force where it's just like joe you have a small following and you're you know you do decently well but i i'm not like a person that like i make a tweet it's gonna hit like i don't know three thousand likes or like a photo is gonna turn three thousand likes i'm not that person but like i like seeing the the unseen force where it's like oh you know one person's doing it this is a great idea let's all kind of like hop on board and you know do it in our own way and i i would say like ever since i started my podcast i saw i think It was like roughly five or so podcasts kind of like come out of the woodworks and really talk about the scene. And I I thought it was really cool because I definitely wish there was more kind of oral history about the convention scene, because a lot of what we currently see is, you know, only 
the photos, the videos, you know, we see, we see these wonderful photo shoots, we see these wonderful CMVs, but nobody's really talking about their experiences in that way. And so cataloging that for the community to hear at any point in time, honestly, I think is a wonderful way to do so. As well as like, if you guys come away learning something, that's all I hope for from my content more than anything else. But yeah, guys, so Coming back to everything, I want to just, once again, thank you guys so, so much for listening to this podcast more than anything else. And especially because so many countries actually listen to this podcast, and I didn't know that was a thing until like I looked at my statistics. So I'll, I'll list off some of the countries that thank you. If you guys are part of these countries, thank you for listening. I'm, I don't know who listens to what, but we'll talk about some podcast analytics right now. So thank you to everybody in the United States, Canada, Ireland, Argentina, United Kingdom, Germany, Australia, the Philippines, Finland, Portugal, Spain, Norway, Japan, Russia, Kuwait, Switzerland, South Korea, Mexico, New Zealand, Honduras, Belgium, Hong Kong, France, Netherlands, Nigeria, Singapore, Indonesia, and Sweden for listening. Thank you so, so much. And I think what's also fun about my podcast is that the podcast also really encompasses a lot of what I always viewed was the cosplay community because my listenership is largely female, which I think is fun. (laughs) I was like, come on, girls, rise up. So hilariously, 57% of my listenership is actually female with males being 30% and non-binary being 13%. Shout out to my statistics for getting the non-binary people involved. Thank you very much, girls, gays, and thems. I appreciate y'all. Man, you're valid. Don't worry. You're you're there. You just get a lot of privilege half the time. And love that everybody is mostly listening to this on Spotify because I think I promote that the most, like nonstop. But shout out to y'all listening on Apple Podcasts more than anything else. Thank you very much. Also, please leave a review. Give it that nice five stars. Leave a little comment. You know, you know the spiel. You know the spiel. And What's also fun for me is that the age range of people who normally listen to this podcast are people that I envisioned would listen to something in a long format like this. So my typical, the majority of my age range that listens to this, I would say 86% of people fall between 23 to 34, which makes sense. A lot of my friends, a lot of the content that we talk about are geared for that. But that is not to say that people outside of those age ranges don't listen to this. Because we got some in the 18 to 22, we got some 35 to 44, and we also have somebody in the 60 plus range. Shout out to you listening to this. I appreciate that. But yeah, guys, very, very excited to bring you much, much more content in the soon to be 2021. I also want to give a huge, huge, huge shout out. Huge. I'm talking huge to... Mike, who goes by Kaze Photography. So Kaze Mike, he is one of my supporters for the podcast. He is killing it. I was like, I thank Mike for everything. He's an amazing photographer. If you guys have not checked his stuff out, please do. I mean, he probably won't be at console. Things are bully safe again. But he is an amazing resource, as well as a bully 
who is of ebullient cosplay. She was supporting the podcast for quite some time. She is amazing. She was a former guest on the podcast too, sharing her insights. So please give her a check and a follow up. And as always, guys, you can always support this podcast on anchor.fm. So really, I want all of us to really take some sort of mental, emotional break. 2020 was a year. We somehow survived nine months of lockdown. And ideally, we only have five more to go. (laughs) But fingers crossed, fingers crossed. I make no promises to anybody regarding this. But I just want everybody to take these last few weeks to just really recharge, tune into yourself, and really figure out what you want out of the new year. Because now we have to walk into sort of a new normal for 2021. But things will come around. Because there is some hope for a semblance of what we were able to do. I would love to see my Chicago babes. I would love to go up and down the coast. I would love to run the gambit at cons once more. And I mean, I would love to see my listeners at cons. I mean, I had the lovely pleasure this year at Katsu, of all places, to really meet two listeners of the podcast who are KiteMet on Instagram, as well as Keiko Pin Cosplay. And I thought that was such a lovely interaction just because I wasn't expecting a lot of people to listen to the podcast. Uh, But it was fun when they were like, I recognize your voice. I listen to your podcast. That's crazy. I was like, whoa, (laughs) like this is such a fun way to meet people. So hopefully in 2021, we'll all get to meet if you listen to this podcast and don't personally know me yet. But you kind of do know me because this is literally my personality more than anything else. But like I said, enjoy the holidays. Stay safe more than anything. Stay socially distant. Keep it small. Keep it cute. Ring in the New Year's as you would like to. Whatever holidays, celebrate it as you will. Whether you're celebrating Hanukkah, whether you're celebrating you know christmas and whatever in between because there are major there there are tons of cultures out there that i am not privy to nor of their holiday celebrations and that's why we just say happy holidays more than anything else so anyways guys thank you hopefully we'll come back um i'm in my head january 4th 2021 is the date i make no promises it might be january 11th 2021 but just know we're coming back baby and hopefully slightly better i make no promises don't you know who i am by now 49 episodes this is a nightmare but anyways guys i would like to say once more thank you thank you so so much and remember you can ask any questions for myself or my guests to answer on the podcast at curiouscat.me slash playing dress up and if you love this podcast you can like it you can rate it you can subscribe so you never ever miss an episode you can even directly support this podcast on anchor.fm slash playing dress up via a small monthly donation and only if you're able to because these times are wild and hopefully everybody will get their jobs back and the unemployment rate will stop being so high because i want my friends to thrive and i want us all to live happily you can give this the nice five stars on Apple Podcasts. And even if you don't like it, phew, baby, give it the nice five stars and leave a nasty little comment. And I will read it on the air, but nobody has left a nasty comment. Anyways, guys, we'll see you next time. Happy holidays and goodbye. Goodbye.